Hello, everyone. Welcome to Breakout episode 31 for uh, Wednesday, March 2nd. Oh, my God. It's March. I didn't submit my invoice. Holy schmoly. I need to do that. Too late. Uh, My my name is Marty Sleeve, and as always, I'm joined by uh, Nick Calandra and Casey Wosu. How's it going, guys? Pretty good. Hey. It's going to be 82 degrees in Kansas City today. Impossible. Yeah, it was was like 20 last week. Yeah. I don't don't, that's, it's fake it's fake spring though don't, oh, okay. don't get tricked by it well you're gonna yeah. get you're gonna get hit by snow again we always do probably uh welcome probably. welcome to uh breakout this is the escapist conversation show about games and movies and all that good stuff uh uh, we are supported by your by your super chats and subscriptions and donations, and we appreciate all of them. As a crew, I already see you in there. Thanks, pal. Uh, we'll read them out in the back uh, part of the show. Uh, and as you can see here, uh, once again, uh, we're going to be talking about Elden Ring. We were laughing right before we were recording because it was like, man, we're doing a lot of things about <laughs> Elden Ring. But this is probably the biggest game of the last few years, at least in our collective wheelhouse. So we're going to be talking, and it's also a fun game to talk about. So uh, we're going to be talking more about Elden Ring, uh, including like the headline says, if we think this is a good place for newcomers to the series uh, to sort of hop in, because it feels like this game has a bigger conversation around it than any of the other from games have uh, at launch. And then we'll also be talking about our experiences on it. We're not going to, this isn't going to be spoiler filled, but at a certain point we need to st- start taking the gloves off we can't just be vague forever so mm. um yeah we're not going to be going into crazy spoilers but we're gonna have to be talking about some of our experiences with the games so if you're yeah, like just some random shit that has happened which it's, I've, yeah. I still think it's really count as a spoiler no, yeah i don't think you really can i think you can spoil like certain things that happen like mm-hmm. secret things you find in all that but i don't think you can really spoil this game because like, yeah, like it's not like yeah. i'm telling you exactly where to find it i i couldn't tell you yeah <laughs> like yeah. i just end up places yeah i can't tell you about how i started my dating thread with the loathsome dung eater but i did right now we're dating so it's great um also wait real real talk i have rewatched that opening cinematic so many times and i think it's my favorite narration of anything ever (laughs) that guy gets hype that guy gets hype he also sounds like he's kind of having an orgasm point he's like right. it is great is that oh my god all the character names is that how people sound (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I've never had one, but I assume that's what it sounds like. Uh, no, and I get and then because I keep watching it because I want to learn everyone's name, and then I get hyped when I hear about them in the game or I meet them. In the, it's oh, it's, oh. it's it's good stuff. And also, maybe in the end, we'll we'll talk about other I don't know other things we've been playing or watching because I do feel bad for like the 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 small amount of you guys who haven't been playing <laughs> Elden Ring or don't care about Elden Ring. So mm-hmm. yeah, we'll talk about other things. But uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, in in uh, non spoilery terms, like how, where where are you guys right now in the game? Like how many hours? Like what 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 what, what sort of stuff have you been doing? Uh, I've I been, go ahead, have, Um, yeah, uh, I've, I want to say I've put in another twenty hours in this playthrough now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've gotten much further than I did the first time because I kind of knew where to go for a little bit in the first half. Um, my character's at level forty. Um, I'm currently in Rey Lucaria, the big magic academy, yeah, and I'm fighting Hogwarts. the creepy boss. Hogwarts. Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah, that's a very creepy boss fight, by the way. Like, it's it a really cool boss fight. Yeah. Oh, man, it's weird as shit. Uh, but yeah. I've I spent a bunch of time like I found those underground places that some of you guys were talking about before. Spent a lot of time down there, fought like a really cool um, nature themed boss down there and like there's like beautiful music that accompanies that fight that place is haunting as hell 
Yeah. Oh my god, it's also very uh, merciless down there. Like, to I, I spent the entire time running from shit because because <laughs> everything down there just one shots you from distance. Yeah. So. Uh, I've I've really been enjoying it. I, I helped my um, good friend Superman Jeff. Some of you guys know um, beat um, uh, God Godric because he was having a rough time. Apparently, he spec like real heavy towards magic early on, mm, yeah. and apparently Godric is quite magic resistant. So he was like not doing anything to that man. I had to jump in and help him out, uh, and that was fun. And that was like my first experience with the co-op in this. And it actually worked so easily. Like it's the fastest and most simple way we've been able to like link up in one of these Souls games ever. Mm-hmm. So like, uh, kudos for finally yeah. fixing that. <laughs> what are you what, what are you playing on? Like your main playthrough? Uh, I'm playing on Xbox Series X. Okay, good. Because yeah, because I haven't I haven't dabbled in multiplayer at all, and I've wanted to, but I know I, most of my friends are playing on PS5, and I'm playing on Xbox like a like a pleb, <laughs> so we can pleb together. I don't know why I said like a pleb. It was a $500 console like a year ago. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> a very expensive piece of machine. It's also my go-to console. I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, Nick, where are you? You got like nine playthroughs going. What's, what's, yeah. what's going on with you? No, I, have, I have three different playthroughs going. Uh, I've kind of like really sidelined the review version one that I was doing uh, because I've I've been uh, doing the Samurai build on the PS5. Mm-hmm. And I think that playthrough, I think I just hit like 16 hours in it last night total. Because uh, I, 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 over the last two days, I put like seven hours alone on my personal streams for it. Because uh, I, I had that character like up at level like sixty five already. Uh, so I, I, yeah, I've spent a lot of time in that one. I, I've made it through a huge chunk of the world, but I've still only done two of the legacy dungeons in over fifty hours of play in this game. Uh, it's just endless exploration and finding new things to level up my character. And I'm, I'm really like, I've just done a lot of prep work to be ready for those legacy dungeons, so they're not mm-hmm. you know super super tough on me. But uh, yeah, I think uh, that one, and then I have the the editor's hour playthrough where I'm doing the uh, the confessor playthrough, which is a bit tougher uh, because I haven't gotten as far. It didn't as seem like that. you were having as much fun with that one. <laughs> no, that that samurai build that I put together is just nasty. It's super OP in a lot of areas. Yeah, but well, I'm still I, like I still find I, areas that I get one shot in, so it's not. It's not yeah, I, I watched uh, a little bit of your your samurai playthrough uh, going through Raya Lucaria, which mm-hmm. uh, like the day before I had completely went <laughs> through and I finished. But as like a, a heavy sorcerer, I am so slow and methodical and like creep into a room, like try to get aggro, pelt them with little glintstone pebbles. And then I see you as a samurai, just no shielding, running around, just slashing everyone. <laughs> I'm like, well, shit, I chose the wrong character. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a... Uh... Yeah, I'm playing it very similar to how I played Bloodborne, and I'm having a really good time with it in that play style. Uh, but yeah, I, do, I, like, I do like the slower, methodical way with the Confessor, too. I just need a better weapon. Yeah, I like that the game uh, very much um, you can play it how you caters want. to any play style. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like those play styles feel like if you want to play it like you play a traditional sword and board Dark Souls 1 character, you can. If you want to be more aggressive like uh, Sekiro or Bloodborne, you can. If you want to be like heavy mage, you can. Um, yeah, I've I've put I just hit the 40 hour mark. Like this is the most I, I can't remember the last time I've played this much game in like three or four days. Right. Um, yeah. I am obsessed with it. I've uh, yeah crossed the 40 hour mark. I think I'm level 75. Uh, I've, uh, I've 
beat three of the lords. I'm just gonna call them lords because I don't know what they're actually called. Uh, and I'm at a fourth lord. And let me tell you, I don't think I'm ever gonna beat this fourth lord. I just, I just, I think I'm just gonna leave. And I'm just never gonna come back. And I'll just leave that one lord there, and he can, he can stay there, and that's where he's gonna live forever. Hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm starting to get more of the. Uh, I'm actually starting to understand the story more, and it's pretty fucking incredible. Uh, and I am so excited for uh, someone like Vati or, or one of those like lore breakdowns to to figure everything out. Because like I said, between that opening cutscene and what I'm figuring out, like character motivations are, uh, I'm, mm. I'm completely enraptured by the game. Um, yeah, I think and, it's great. And you're talking about the overarching story or like some of like the individual character threads that you're finding? Uh, a little a little of both. Um, like I'm starting to understand the the some of the overarching and like what happened in this world before I got here, everything with right. like the, you know, in the opening cutscene, it talks about like the queen who just like peaced out and disappeared. And then there was sort of a, 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 a like a power grab with her five kids below her trying to get the, mm. the, the, the power of the ring and like what the ring is and what, the, what the urge tree is and the relationship between them and everything. Um, like I said, I don't think I could spoil anything because I don't I don't stories and souls yeah, games are all, kind of like unspoilable. Yeah, it's all, ideas like oh i think this is what's going on mm -hmm. or what happened yeah but um like casey you mentioned that uh um underground area for that, that's something i like i don't want to spoil but the um going down there the first time and you know not knowing about it and then and then getting down there yeah. was like one of those like moments of awe that i haven't had in the game in a really long time there's, like there's a multiple moments of like the breath of the wild like wow Open, yeah. opening vista every time i go yeah, to like a cavern yeah. and i hope i get into the next area it's like that over and over again that's what yeah, that's what's yeah. Sort of shocking me is like you know usually like even with like horizon forbidden west with like i really enjoy that world but when i move into a new area i'm not really getting the vista of like wow you just kind of kind of move into it and there's no build up to it in mm -hmm. elden ring it's like every time you go to a new location like there's uh on the far left side of the map when you're in learning of the lakes like when you get to like there's a giant cliff overhang and when you get uh -huh. underneath there you're like oh there's probably nothing over there it's the edge of the map and then it's like nope no it's not it's like holy shit yeah there's a bunch <laughs> of stuff so here. cool yeah <laughs> yeah so. yeah i thought i thought leaving the training area and getting into uh uh Limgrave, I thought that would be like that was the like moment of like holy moly, look at this game. But no, it's like no. after you beat Godric and you finally get that like the the Lake Vista. That's like oh okay, this is this is this is pretty remarkable. Um, yeah, yeah, and I like how uh, to sort of tie it into the headline. Um, the game feels uh, it, it feels like aside from those first two bosses, which I think are purposely designed to. Um, act as roadblocks to encourage you to really tap into the open world and like, you know, hit, hit Marguerite or hit Godric and be like, okay, this is, I'm probably under leveled right now. Let yeah. me explore. Mm -hmm. um, aside from that, it feels like the first two areas are really um, kind of like <laughs> maybe comparatively welcoming and accommodating uh, in the grand scheme of souls games, um, um, they're, they're kind of, they're big, they're open, they're colorful. There's a lot of like, Oh, I bet there's something secret there. And there is something secret there. Uh, whereas when you start getting further and further on in the game, that's when the game starts like throwing that oppressive stuff at you. Yeah. And that's when it starts feeling like a little bit of bloodborne and like a little bit of dark souls three. And, uh, uh, you know, you get little glimpses of that where if you've ever, 
teleported somewhere, not realizing you were going to teleport somewhere. And then you end up somewhere and you're like, oh, I don't I don't want to be here at all. I, sh- yeah. I shouldn't have been there. Like, that's a really neat trick for them to be like, oh, you think you're getting comfortable in this opening area? Well, this is what you have waiting for you 20, 30 hours down the road. Yeah, that's, what, really effective. that's what I think I really, you know, when we talk about like the main subject, like is, is Elden Ring a good place to start for newcomers? Um, the the ramp up of like the oppression and tension is much better in this compared to like even Dark Souls One, I think, because like Dark Souls One, you kind of go in any direction. And it's like, oh man, like <laughs> you know, you start heading up that castle, and like one of the first things you see is a giant dragon ready to burn your shit mm-hmm. off, and it's like, mm, you know, I don't know if I want to go that way. And then you go down and you go below, and it's like, well, I don't want to be here either. This is a graveyard that's gonna just wreck me over and over again. Yeah, um, Elden Ring like really does give a player like a calm before the storm kind of feeling, is how I'd put it, which is also a pun because you know, Stormvale Castle. Ha. But I think like at least for me when I when I started like off in the Souls games, like Mortal Mortal Shell was like my first Souls game. Um and I still I still maintain like that's a great place to start if you really want to get into the formula of it because it's it's a small world, it's all interconnected, but it doesn't like there's not all these different secrets where you can miss a ton of things. Like you can definitely miss things playing that game, but not not as much as like Dark Souls, where if you miss one little like turn around a corner, you miss a great weapon or something like that. Because mm-hmm. um, Mortal Shell's like whole system is finding those shells, and then you basically have a character build kind of pre-planned for you. Um, and it kind of they give you all different play styles. So you have like a heavy, you have like a light, you have a you have a dasher, um, you have a prancer. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I was just about to make the reindeer joke, <laughs> but uh, the, the difficulty in that one like scales up really nicely too. And like if you if you're really gonna start in the Souls genre, like I would still say that's a great place to start. <coughs> but if you don't like the formula of that one, I really want an open world game. I still I think Elden Ring is a great place to start, um, specifically for the fact that it doesn't lead you down one path only. Like you could skip all of Stormvale Castle and just go right to Lurney of the Lakes if you find the path to get there. Um, mm-hmm. and the Elden Ring does a really, really good job of like getting you in the mindset of, and somehow I like, it's incredible how they did it. I would, I wish from software, like let people do documentaries on this stuff because the way they did the level design, even in open world still gets like that same essence that dark souls and all their other games have where you want to look around every nook and cranny to find a different path and you never know what you're going to find. It could be a weapon. It could be like a cache of runes, whatever. Uh, and I think like that loop for people, if you spend the time actually exploring and finding those things, it never feels like grinding. It feels like I'm actually going on a journey, creating my own little missions to go explore things as the stream, you know, my personal stream saw yesterday where I spent four hours looking for a single smithing stone that I needed. And I was not happy about that. It seemed like a good use of four hours. <laughs> it was because as soon as I got it, I was able to upgrade my sword eight times. <laughs> there you go jesus oh because you had like the one level you needed to hop but you had yep. everything past that yep. yeah <laughs> uh but and i think yeah, like okay. uh i think the bosses even have like if you don't spend the time exploring just go mainline for godric and all that like yeah you're gonna have a bad time but i think the bosses have like a good ramp up too. like in the first kind of quadrant area you know it's not they're not too difficult i don't think like they and they all and they have like different um attack patterns and like speed to them so that you can kind of get a flow for the combat like on the far side of um limgrave's cliffs over by the beach you know there's that boss that you hate with the one that just is really stiff and stands around and kind of slashes at you 
uh oh the guard dog yeah or watchdog yeah and then when you go past the the church like you have your first like kind of quick boss if you go down to your right you can head that way and go towards like other dungeons that give you items to prep you i think i think there's like more stuff in this game than there's ever been in any dark souls game to like really help the player make it easier yeah, there's the like the summon ashes I've been using. Uh, I I found again like if you held a gun to my head and said where did you find this guy, I would never be able to tell you because I yeah. found so much stuff. It just all yeah. blends together. Yeah. Um, but I found this uh, headless knight, uh, and and uh, he's like a, a rare summon ash. Like he's in like like it requires a different flower to upgrade him than than like the dogs or the birds or the regular ass soldiers. Mm. Um, and I've upgraded him a ton. And he is just he's like, if if I can summon someone in a boss fight, him and I can usually get through it. And then there will occasionally be boss fights where you can't summon. And I'm like, I have to do this alone. (laughs) My headless knight isn't here to protect me. Um, But yeah, between that and like Casey mentioned, the 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 ease at which you can you can do multiplayer and also uh, the frequency of not only sites of grace, but also the statues, which allow like alleviate yeah, the checkpoints. Uh, uh, a lot of that, and a lot of like the boss runs where like oh, I have to go all this. Like one thing I didn't like about the second uh, uh, Raya Lucaria, where you are, uh, Casey, the boss there doesn't have one of those right outside. Yeah, and so you have to do a run, and it's not like once you get the run down, it's not a hard run, but it's just a. Mm-hmm tedious run um whereas like yeah, godric wait for the elevator in the middle of it too yeah godric has a grace just literally right now right outside his door which i was like oh maybe they can do this with all the bosses there is but, a um, there is a checkpoint you can unlock that opens a door and you can go straight there pretty much yeah but you still it's still you need to run through a bunch of enemies and yeah, that the elevator to get that uh barrel <laughs> that, oh. door that feels like classic that feels like classic from yeah. soft. Like I'm glad that's still there. F you to the player. Um, it does. Yeah. And I, I feel like that's kind of like where I push back a little bit in terms of this being sort of a good starting place because in like, really it's that opening area that is probably a better starting place than anything else. And I guess that's what they were going for. Like Limgrave is kind of the tutorial area. And yes, it has those very difficult, uh, two bosses like uh margit and then godric yeah but um after you're past that it pretty much takes the gloves off yeah and like you're you're kind of left to your own devices out for the rest of the world which uh early on was i guess like mentally it was the reason why i kept going back to limgrave like i would feel like i wasn't ready yet for the stuff past it so then i would go back to limgrave and it would feel like home like it's much more mm-hmm. comforting to just explore this place because there's still so much here so I, I feel like for a souls player who's like a a souls player who's coming back to this game probably after a while and needs to like warm back up like perfect perfect on setting on ramping i should say but for someone who's brand new and there are a lot of people who are brand new like they've never played any other souls game and they're like okay elder ring is getting a bunch of buzz and hype i want to check this out like that tutorial area is still pretty off-putting like to someone who doesn't get the I like the whole core concept of like, look, you're supposed to die. Like you're going to die a lot. It doesn't mean you suck. It doesn't mean you're a failure. You're supposed to learn from your mistake. Like there are people uh, like Will, for example, who only just recently learned that that was kind of the philosophy. Like he, he learned it playing Hades, right? Like mm-hmm. so he just hated it because he died so much, but like there's a mental shift that has to occur. And I think that can occur with any of the souls games. Like, I, I don't know if Elden Ring 
somehow does it better for anyone. Like, I, I can't imagine that it would because it is so similar to all the other ones. So anyone who just who wants to get into a Souls game, I think they could probably just pick any of them. And as soon as they get that click of like that mentality shift of like, look, this isn't the kind of game where the less I die, the better I am. I mean, sort of it is, but that's just not how these games are designed. Mm-hmm. As soon as they understand that, I feel like they're they'll be in there and hooked regardless of what game it is. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. And I think I've I, I like I personally know people who've jumped in at the series and fell in love with it at completely different points. Mm-hmm. Like some mm-hmm. people, Bloodborne was their first game because it was like a big PS5 ex- or PS4 exclusive early on. And so they wanted to try that. Uh, some people got in with Sekiro. You know, some people started on the ground floor with Dark Souls. Nick got in with a non from soft game and that's sort of like you know Bloodborne was so my first from soft though yeah but mortal shell gave you the test taste for man flesh (laughs) (laughs) mortal shell taught you the difference between dying a bunch and learning from death yeah 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 um and so yeah i like as much as i feel like a lot of the things are more approachable in um elden ring you have to take it with a grain of salt that we've you know nick has spent the past year or two years or whatever burning through these games. So like he has he has taken a crash course on it. KC has played these games, you know, in the past, maybe not recently, but he still mm. sort of has that kind of like internal knowledge of FromSoft's inner workings. Um, I've played all these since since Dark Souls. Uh, and so you have to take it with a grain of salt. And that's even the same thing with uh, the, the, the like reviews of the game. It's really interesting because you know, it's getting these like incredible scores. Like it's right at the, you know, it's historically high on Metacritic and everything, but it's also like the people reviewing these games are the people who love these games, mm-hmm. which yeah. On one hand, like that's, I'm curious. Like I want to know what like the hardcore, hardcore souls fans think of this. Um, mm-hmm. But on the other hand, you're not getting the, like I'd also be super interested in someone who's literally never played one and then jumps into this. Like, how are they feeling? Like is, is, yeah. is the game, you know, Someone just posted a goof, which was like, this is the weirdest game design of 2022 already. And it's in the very opening tutorial area. You can either go up a well-lit staircase to enter Limgrave or the actual in-game tutorial is down a dark cliff. (laughs) And I'm like, if I was playing this for the first time, why would I ever want to go down that cliff? Like, why would I not? Like, all, all logic points to going up those stairs, whereas, you know, because... I've played every Souls game and every From game. I'm like, oh, I know there's going to be okay. There's a dead body looking over this cliff, which means if I look over, I can jump down, and then I'm going to start the here's how you slash, here's how you crouch kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, Elden Ring might be for a newcomer. It might be like uh, too much because if you if you do do Dark Souls or whatever, you are led down. Do There's I don't know. There's like a I'm having a hard time like kind of deciding which I would rather start with because like I like Elden Ring's sense of. I can if I get stuck here, I go anywhere and I'll figure it out. I also think like with Dark Souls, you learn the fundamentals of Elden Ring, like you said, looking for a body overhanging a ledge because that probably means you can jump there or figuring out the level design of it. But at the same time, when you can only go three ways in Dark Souls, you know, there's stop gaps every way you go. And I and I think that turns off a lot of players. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like with Elden Ring, at least if you if you like let it suck you in and, and you get into exploring the world and really figuring out like man there is an item everywhere i look there's something new everywhere i go you kind of get that same philosophy of i need to explore to prepare because you still have to do that in the dark souls games too and bloodborne and everything i think with bloodborne like when i go back to thinking about that like i did get confused a lot with its level design 
because there is a lot of like going back here to go to this gate to get to that gate and all that. Um, and I and I figured it out like you know Mortal, Mortal Shell when I played that that has more of like looping around rather than like crisscrossing to find a gate you know after going up ladders and all that stuff. Uh, Mortal Shell really does a really good job of directing you, but it still gave me the fundamentals of like I need to go in that cave and there's probably like an exit to get out of that cave and back into the main area or something like that or, or a checkpoint to get back to this boss a lot faster. Um, so I think like Elden Ring at least takes out some of that tension with, with their Rings of Grace because you can just take like the horse, which is kind of what I've been doing is I take the horse, I run through, I explore, I try to find the Rings of the, or the Sites of Grace and then I use those and then I have my checkpoint system for each kind of step of the way where you mm-hmm. can't really do that in Dark Souls or anything unless you're like me and stupid and try to run through everything and figure it out that way. But um, I think it's also but that, like, but that, fe- that feels like an advanced strategy though. Like that's, I don't think that's something a new player. It, it can be, just, but that was also out of a fall upon, but that was also out of frustration of getting stopped every, you know, 30 minutes when mm-hmm. I find something I wasn't ready for. And then I just like, I got to push through and get forward. So at least Elden ring in that sense, like, cause you have, you have the open world to like really just test your combat metal without much risk. I feel like with Dark Souls and Bloodborne and all that, I'm constantly under threat and risk where I don't feel like that in Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. The the other part is the checkpoint system being able to just kind of if I get stuck here, I can go to the other side of the world and go down towards, you know, the boss down on the in the weeping peninsula or whatever. Um and then I think the I think the upgrade system in this game is a lot more forgiving too where you can find a lot more smithing stones a lot easier than you can like finding a lot of the materials in dark souls, because there are only certain areas in dark souls where you will find these things where I found like smithing stones of all levels all over the world. Uh, even though anytime you enter somewhere that looks like a mine, they're mining for smithing stones. Well, even, even just finding enemies or checking out ruins and all that, you can find all that stuff. Um, it's kind of like the same thing with the, the healing flask. I can just take my horse and run through and find those, those golden trees to get the, the, the golden seed without much effort to get there. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of like, there's a lot of like pathing around where you can do, where you can really level up your person to be more comfortable sooner. Whereas dark souls, like that stuff is really out of the, like finding an Estus shard. Some of those Estus shards like done in like the prison and dark souls one, that shit's tough as hell to find. I wouldn't know that without a guy. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, there's without going into spoilers, there's an area, um, later on in the game that not only has a surprising number of those golden trees <laughs> that's what i found these have several seeds below them <laughs> yeah and i'm like oh well, <laughs> i should have literally taken my horse here immediately yep and to add a bunch of flasks in the game and that's like the same thing like I, i'm playing a sorcerer and I, i'm on a text chain with a bunch of uh, uh pals who were playing the game and they're like do you want me to tell you where in five minutes you can find the best staff in the game and i was like yes i do (laughs) and i went somewhere i really was not prepared for in the beginning Mm -hmm. but i beelined there i grabbed the staff and the staff has like an an a rank or an s rank for uh intelligence scaling so by playing a sorcerer who every time i'm plugging in uh uh uh, stats into intelligence like it is raising my power significantly so that's how and so it's almost stuff like that like i'm able to make the game easier for myself 
because I want to make the game easier for myself because we were talking about this last week. Like I have no qualms fighting dirty in a souls game. Like there's no honor in a souls game for me. Like if a boss glitches out (laughs) and like forgets I'm there, I will just pelt him with soul arrows until it's dead. Like, and I don't, I'm not like, Oh man, I didn't get the true souls experience. I'm like, no, fuck you souls. Like I'm absolutely going to do this. I'm going to throw sand in your eye. I'm going to bite an ear off. I'm going to go Mike Tyson on it. Like I'm totally fine with that. Um, and so, yeah, that kind of stuff is is really nice. But again, like I needed someone to tell me where that staff was to make things easier mm-hmm. for me. So um, I, 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 I mean, like at least they told you where it was and you were able to go get it in Dark Souls. Like that's pretty much impossible. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. And it's because, you know, Torrent can things are scary, but you, you, your horse can outrun pretty much every enemy in the game yeah. and every enemy, uh, you know, it, it's in typical from fashion has a certain like cone of of caring about you and once you leave that cone they're like ah okay i'm yeah. just gonna go back here and die yeah yeah so i mean or stay dead ba- based on all that like where what would you guys start with like out of just the whole pantheon yeah. of or or or, or or before we do that like do you think elden ring is a good place to start for newcomers i i personally think it's as good a place to start as any yeah like like you probably shouldn't start with like Dark Souls two or three because it's like the just the second and third in a yeah. series, so that just doesn't make a ton of sense. Oops. But even so, like you probably could because those games have um, like not direct correlations in their stories. Like yes, these events sort of take place after, but the way they tell their story is basically like you know what uh, Nintendo does with Legend of Zelda. It's like the same events, but like different cast of characters or something yeah, well, well story so aside we could focus on like gameplay because nobody's gonna like, get the story wise, <laughs> yeah <like>, yeah <laughs> yeah any of them honestly like they yeah. all still control well the like if the open world of elden ring seems intimidating then maybe dark souls 3 because that's just a smaller version of that and probably the most mm-hmm. polished of the three right um if if that feels too slow uh bloodborne uh if that feels too slow, Sekiro. Yeah, because because like I don't know, like they 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 all do slightly different things, but they're they're like the core of what's in there, like just that mastery and that world building all exists. And as long as you want, like if you're having fun or you're interested enough and you want to break into that game, you can't. Like it is hard, it's challenging, but not so much that it really does push out people who are able to kind of meet those challenges. Like the accessibility thing is an entirely different situation mm-hmm. that I know, you know, affects other people. But like, if you're able and, you know, you're interested, the difficulty, I don't think is a, I don't think it'll push you away if you stick with it. Like the games do teach you how to play them regardless of where you start. And see, that's what that's what I like about Elden Ring is like, if if it gets ingrained in the player that you need to explore to level up, and prepare yourself for these big bosses. I think that that fundament, like for me, the way I've been thinking about it is like that fundamentally would change the way how I think about Dark Souls. If I went back to that, knowing now that this from software game expects me to explore everywhere, follow these paths, check around every ledge, and all that for stuff. That would that knowledge would have helped me so much in like Dark Souls three or Bloodborne when I started that. And that I like, mm-hmm. I don't need to just follow the main road to the, the the gate. I need to go and check behind every building, every you know, every ledge, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, because that stuff is in there too. Like in those yeah. earlier games, it's just like it's you there. weren't uh, experienced enough to know that that was like a possible route around right. some of the 
beating your head against the boss challenge. And I think and I think that's where like so many people get s- stressed about playing those games as beating your head against the boss before remembering exploration is really the bigger part of these games over just going to the boss. Right. Yeah, yeah even and- even Bloodborne had the uh, I'm sorry Marty. No, go ahead. Uh, some some folks found that um if you find that path that goes around Godric mm-hmm. or, or you meet uh patches and go to his store or whatnot he sells an item that stuns margit right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's an that mechanic is pulled directly from blood yeah isn't like, it like the music box yeah Gascoigne? the music box yeah. that basically stuns Gascoigne, who was yeah. a very difficult early boss in that game so like they like this isn't new like the kind of considerations that from software puts in the game you just have to look for it yeah it's one of the funny things is i feel like having played these games for so long so many times I can see individual thumbprints all over the game. Yeah. Like in the, in the same way, like uh, authors or, or directors, you can see they're like, like Spielberg has certain camera movements that he will go back to so many times, like the sort of the weird, like zoom pull from, from jaws when they first see the shark. Um, and uh, I see that all the time in here. I see uh, uh, if you see a building, I'm like, I know there's something behind like, always go around behind the building there's always gonna be something mm-hmm. behind the building if uh you, you you're going down a narrow hallway and it opens into a wide room 90 percent of the time there's a dude just around the corner so yep. don't just run into the room because he's gonna backstab you and and <laughs> that's gonna happen so you start like speaking the same language that the designers are having and you know that makes things more manageable um but in, in terms of where to start i still think um bloodborne um, despite the fact that it's the hardest to play because it's only on one console um yeah. It's might be, in my opinion, the best place to start because it has it, it feels like it, it, it the speed of the game and, and how it rewards aggression is more in line with what 99 percent of other action games are. So if you've played like Bayonetta or, or even God of War or Ninja Gaiden or something, Bloodborne feels more like that speed and it'll kind of teach you the idea of. Uh, you can be aggressive, but you still need to be careful. Whereas like Dark Souls one, like you need to rewire yourself to be careful. Like See, that, it, that's like, where you, that's where I had a yeah. problem is I started Bloodborne mm-hmm. and then I got back to the speed of Dark Souls three and Dark Souls one. And that really yeah. turned me off. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, like, dark, yeah, Dark um, Souls, Dark Souls one is definitely a, you know, tuck, a duck and parry game. Or duck and yeah, cover yeah. game, and then Bloodborne is getting everybody's face, and Sekiro is really getting everybody's face. Yeah, yeah, and let them get into your face and 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 counter it. Um, yeah, I almost, I almost don't like, even. I almost don't even include Sekiro. Like I've kind of come around to Jack's side of thinking on that. Is like I don't even include Sekiro in that conversation anymore because it's just a different game. Like there is no other play style. Uh, so either it, it, yeah. it really it really is a game where you either get the mechanic or you don't. And it is the only one of their games, which is interesting that, that you just play as the character yeah it's just an action game, yeah like really. it's, it's the most straightforward act yeah it's a yeah it's their version of a bayonetta slash devil may cry more yeah, so than yeah. bloodborne yeah um yeah and so i think you know despite the fact that a lot of things in elden ring are uh familiar for people who you know play a lot of open world games um i don't know if it would be like too much like if it would be if there's like too many systems and too many mechanics and it's and, definitely an yeah. overwhelming amount of stuff. That's where I've kind of figured out like the farther I've gotten into the game now that I'm past like learning the lakes and all that, like kind of once you get past, I think there's still like training wheels on a little bit. Like when you're at learning the lakes, 
once you get past that though, the training wheels are off. <laughs> it's definitely uh-huh. uh, is what I've found is like, once I'm now in this third area, like I'm a bit lost. I'm not really sure, you know, where I want to go next. What's what I'm powerful enough for. Uh, so now I'm kind of hopping around and trying to figure out that next path I want to take. But are I you think, on like the Atlas Plateau? Yeah, I'm like there. I'm up in the in the mountains. I'm I'm at the 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 citadel or the capital where you know you can find all those gourd seeds. <laughs> hint, mm-hmm. hint, hint. Or God, I keep calling them gourd seeds because I'm playing a samurai, so Sekiro's in my head. Golden I mean, I'm seeds. still gonna call everything uh, <laughs> uh, like bonfires and Estes flasks, like and bonfires like, and souls, yeah. 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 grace and runes. Yeah, but I, I sit on every time I'm on stream, like I'm collecting all these souls. No, wait, fuck runes. Uh, yeah, go, yeah. gourd seeds. No, golden seeds. Damn it, nah, it's all synonymous. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Um, so there yeah, is I'm, there uh, is no consensus of where we should start because I I think no, like, I guess not. Yeah, yeah, I don't think Elden Ring is the <laughs> worst. Like yeah, it's not like it, it's as good as place to start as any, in my opinion. Like yeah. start there because it's the you know the hype thing right now. But either way, you gotta have a, a a real desire to penetrate these games. Like don't go in there half hearted because you'll you'll probably be forced out. Like it doesn't really accept that kind of a mm-hmm. level of dedication, I should say. But a, another thing that I think is really important because this actually helped me get into the Souls games way back when is to follow a guide. Like yeah, there are like. From software put a messaging system in their game from the beginning. That was so players could help each other because they know it's hard. <laughs> like they made it hard. Like that's part of the game is talking to other people who have found things who can give you advice. Um, like so, don't don't shy away from that. Like that. Like this whole idea of like, oh, don't I don't want to hear anything about it. I want to do everything myself. Like that's not how you're supposed to play those games. In all honesty, like it, it's kind of a community effort. Once once you learn how to play the games, then it, like. I used to be well, like that. Sure. I used to be. I used to want help. And now, when I'm playing Elden Ring, now that I know how to play the games, like now I want to find everything and discover it myself. Leave me alone. <laughs> no, it's, it's still, it's still really fun. Like yeah. even if you're a, you know, a veteran, to just talk to other people about what they're finding. Like, oh, yeah, did yeah. you see this? Did you see that? Oh, I didn't know that was there. I didn't know that was a thing. Because there's still like very obscure mechanics that could go to helping your specific build like a great deal that you just don't realize. And like having other people tell you like, oh, I found this thing that I can't use. Like, oh, I would absolutely love to find that no. thing because that's exactly what I need. Like, that staff, I would literally anyone who play who who uses sorcery, I would recommend just Google Meteorite staff. Um, I put it in the chat earlier when Carlac asked, but Google Meteorite staff, go get it, and it will just make your life easier. Like, it'll just, I don't know. It's just to me, it's just like, well, I'm glad I did this. Like, I don't <laughs> mind that. I like if I would have found this 50 hours in the game, I would have been like, shit. I wish I would have found this 10 hours in the game. So. <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad I did. Also, going back to the messaging system, I I still think it is the dumbest, funniest shit ever. Yes, yeah, like, I will never not laugh at butthole or Fortnite or Rump <laughs> or like a dead oh, horse, and man. someone puts a message that just says "dog?" question mark And I'm like, this is just legitimately like the funniest game ever. I got like, I, I got trolled so hard. At, did you jump off a cliff like a no 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 no? I got I got trolled <laughs> really so hard at those. I got trolled really hard at uh, Lucaria Academy because it did say Fortnite, and so I kept passing the time, and I was like, "Is this gate going to open at night?" So I'd pass the time. Ah. <laughs> then, yeah, because it says like Fort, and then like night, yeah. like the time of day. Yeah, like, and then I was, and then I was like sitting in front of the gate, like, "Hello, yeah, <laughs> you gonna let me in now? No, I, mean, yeah. I don't know what to do." <laughs> it was pretty funny, but yeah, like there's there's the messaging system is definitely like a troll system too. Like, man, I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting there on stream. Every wall I go to, 
hello <laughs> is there an invisible yeah. wall here i've only found one invisible wall and it's driving me nuts yeah i found one so far too yep. yeah there's a decent amount there's uh certain uh, uh mini dungeons that are like entirely based around invisible walls and it's nice that they again like i don't have to hit every wall because usually yeah. there's a sign in front of it oh and granted uh, half the time there's a sign in front of it and i hit it and it's not an invisible wall Chris a lot uh, says as a first game, does this have a replayability? Like if I really have no clue when setting up a build first time through, it'll be fun to go through and try again with more knowledge. Yes, I have done three builds. I have spent 50 hours between just the first two areas almost, and I'm still finding new things after three builds. Like there is so much. It's insane. It's just insane how much depth there is to that game. Like I can't, I, I'm shocked every time. Like I can't believe it. It's, <laughs> and then like I think I go back to last week with breakout. Like Marty was like, oh, a lot of the dungeons are reused. Like man, I found some dungeons last night that I just had to walk away from because they were kicking my shit in, and and they were weird and puzzle formed, and I hated it. But I also I loved think a lot it. of the dungeons. I still do think a lot of the dungeons are reused. <laughs> then you and know, a lot of the bosses. Reused. Yeah, there's some reusing of the bosses, but I mean. Yeah, there's still. Hey, you fought everything. one of these things. What about two? Ooh, <laughs> you fought two. What about three? Um, I. Uh, so two things about that. There's also without going into spoilers, when you clear the second main area, yes. you can you gain the ability to respec your character. Yes. Um, and it's not ah. you can't. It's you need to give an item to a character, and there are I have two of those items, and again. No idea where I got them, how I got them, <laughs> but if I wanted to, I can completely respect my character twice. Um, that is very useful information because yes. I, I know for a fact there are some points that I have in places that I don't need. <laughs> oh, same. Yeah, I was like, ooh, maybe I want to try out this sword, so I'll put like five levels into strength. And then I got the sword, and I'm like, I don't want to use this. <laughs> so I just wasted those five levels on on strength that I'm never going to use. Um, yeah, like every yeah, every time I find a new thing, I'm like, oh, this is really cool. And then I start kind of just specking towards it. So I've really been scattershot with my points. Yeah. Uh, but which is I'm like a classic. Like that's like a classic Souls yeah. no no. Yep. <laughs> right. <laughs> like once you, once you find out what you want to do, you got to focus on it. Um, that's yeah, like sad. I'm glad I'm I found that person because I was able you to choose your my, major right away. I, I'm glad oh my I found God, it. it is like college. You have to choose your major immediately. You don't even know what the <laughs> fuck you want to be when you grow up. Right. Holy shit. Is Dark Souls like an entire metaphor for college? <laughs> did, did we, <laughs> As you asked that to Miyazaki, it is just mind like, blown. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we just got real what quiet. Were like we're all, oh, I was saying I'm glad oh, no. I found I, I thought we were all getting quiet because we were all just mind blown by like we're thinking about our oh, no. Dark Souls. I, I, no, I Dark Souls might be a metaphor for college. spicy water and swallowed it weirdly. <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm glad I found that character because I was able to change my character's name from one name to Sir D's. Sir D's of yeah. the uh, of the Khaled nuts. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> also, anytime I enter the area Khaled and it says Khaled, I hear DJ Khaled's voice. In my yeah, voice I, I in knew my it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so thanks for himself. Um, one thing I'm interested in is I don't know. I know, Nick, you've played that opening area three, three times or four now. times. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know how I'm going to. Look, I'm loving this playthrough. Like this is uh, I'm. A lot of the pushback I was giving Nick last week, while I still have some of it, I've finally hit a point to where I'm like, oh, okay. I Because Nick was further than us last week. And I finally kind of got to that point And I was like, oh, okay. This is, this this game is something special. Um, and so, yeah, this is like a, Yahtzee and I had a, a, a slightly something else yesterday where we said, is it, you know, can you call this a 
generation defining game. And while I agree with him where it's that's something that kind of needs to be said in hindsight, like you need to see what happens afterwards. um, I think this is a uh, this is going to be like one of the five games of the generation. Um, um, I have, you know, a lot of faith in saying that. Yeah. Uh, That being said, there. Oh, I think sorry. it's gonna be, I think it's gonna be a g- genre defining game for open world games. I really do. I think so. Not, I think it's gonna not, be one of the best games, but I don't know that it's doing anything new. It's not doing anything new. What it's doing is keeping the player engaged in the world so much and and driving you to explore where I have not felt that need in any other open world game. Uh, and it's all done without any waypoints. Like it gives you a direction to head in and, and clues. And that keeps you I, like, I, I just, I, that's why I keep going back. <laughs> it's where that market picking that, Brett, that up. Yeah. Because Genshin Impact is what's coming to my mind. Though I will, I will agree, or I will say at least that Genshin Impact's uh, distractions are a lot more shallow. Yeah. Elden, like, Elden Ring does it. It will definitely pull way, your gaze, but. Yeah, Elden Ring is a much deeper experience when you go off and venture. Elden Elden Ring does open world exploration better than any other game because it's constantly rewarding for you, re- and it's not in a sense of because like even even for Ben West, like why am I doing the side quest? Do I really care about the stories, or am I getting the XP so that I can go take on that next boss? Right, and I never feel satisfied doing that stuff. Like occasionally, occasionally I do like when you go fight a big boss or whatever to get that extra XP or, or the materials you need. But in Elden Ring, like, I don't know what I'm heading towards. I'm not told. It's constant discovery. Every single thing you do is a discovery in that game. And that's why it's addictive. Whereas, like, Horizon is like, hey, go talk to this guy in this specific location and do this specific thing. I already know what I'm doing on my way there. It's not like I'm setting up a... I'm not setting up a side mission to go journey to do Mm -hmm. anything. It's just I'm getting to that yellow marker. I know what's going to be there. I know what I'm going to do there, and I'm going to go back and turn it in and get XP. Yep. Elden Ring, every time I go into a dungeon, it's like I have no idea what to expect when I go in here. It could be a poison dungeon. It could be a rot dungeon. I don't know. (laughs) Those sound like the same Um, thing. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) Those sound like places I don't want to be. Yeah. But uh, Also, one wait, one poison tip. Mm-hmm. Do not roll when you're in poison water because then you get poison muck all over you. And even when you get to dry land, your poison meter will still fill because you got poison all over you. Mm-hmm. And you got to like wash yourself off or do like dry land rolls. So if you're in poison muck, do not roll. But I think I think you know what I think things- is stupid. Uh, there's an item called soap that you can use to wash stuff off. Yeah. You. It doesn't work on poison. Oh, it's not antibacterial. <laughs> <laughs> but I think. I think this, like, at least for me, is, as far as open world games go, the discover the discovery aspect of this is done better than any other game I've played. And yeah, Breath of the Wild does it very similar, but at the same time, like, um, Breath I don't Breath of the Wild's world was is a bit too open open for me. Like, it's not dense enough. Whereas Elden Ring has something. Mm-hmm. Every time I turn a corner, I know I'm gonna find something. Breath of the Wild, not so much, even though it has like the same fundamentals. But I mean, I it. I really wonder, like you know, like what's what's Starfield Bethesda gonna look like? Because I like Skyrim is the only other really open world game I can recall where I felt like I was discovering something new around every corner, almost too. Like Witch, Witcher Three did it really well, but not as well, I don't think. Um, I think Witcher Three was still. I still love that game, obviously, but I didn't have that same sense of discovery like I do in Elden Ring. Like Elden Ring, just it. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's. 
maybe it's the constant. I mean, it's a visual feedback thing where you go around a mountain or a corner and you see a, vista, a new vista and it's like, wow, look, look at this new area I can go to where you go to a dungeon and like you go get to the end of it and like, wow, I got this awesome new weapon or a new boss or, or a new something all the time. It's just constant. And I can't, that's, and, uh, and like I said earlier, but like after 50 hours and three different playthroughs, I still am getting that feeling after all that time. To me, that's incredible. Like that incredible craftsmanship by From Software on this game. No, I yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I agree with everything except that I think Breath of the Wild, this game, Breath of the Wild <laughs> walked so this game could run. Yes, like this game literally would not exist without Breath of the Wild. Yeah, and yeah I, that I, is fair. I will die on that hill. And I also just I don't know. I like Zelda's world better than Elden Ring's world. Mm-hmm. So, and that's just a personal that's not a yeah i like dark fantasy no, honestly like like oh, yeah. to to be completely fair like breath of the wild did come out like what five years ago yeah yeah um and it came out on the freaking wii u like let's not even pretend it was a switch game it came out on the wii u yeah so it's it's not like i don't think it's possible for them to have made it as dense as what eldering is right now yeah mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it is really in Nintendo's court to see if they do kind of outdo themselves with Breath of the Wild 2 when that comes out, but yeah. it is the same philosophy. Like, that's why I think this is hitting as hard as it is, is because it just like Breath of the Wild, like, yes, there was maybe a little bit more empty space between those things, but they still had those things. Like, you would yeah, see yeah. something in the distance, you would go there, and you wouldn't know what to expect, and it would always wow you. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's just, like, the downtime in between, and it's not like every world has to have something every corner, like... Elden Ring does but it keeps me engaged mm. at all times where like Breath of the Wild I would have parts of being bored um, and so yeah like Breath of the Wild you know walks so Elden Ring can run absolutely like no no yeah. disagreement there I think mm-hmm. as far as that goes um, but at least for me with uh, you know how many how many games have come out that have said like we're Breath of the Wild inspired or Breath of the Wild clone it's like you get Immortals Phoenix Rising and it completely missed the point of what yeah, people like Breath yeah. of the Wild for was mm-hmm. you didn't have waypoints telling you to go to every stupid objective yeah like, it's yeah it's funny because like Immortals like took like so many of the like just the exact same like mechanics and everything yeah. and and the idea of climbing and gliding and and uh, uh the shrines and everything but then did the Ubisoft thing wherever they do a map game yeah yeah and like it, even like people will point at like the Assassin's Creed games as being really bad about that, but like they do at least have a setting where you can put on a full explorer setting and just it will remove all the waypoints for you. You can just go and find everything on your own, and they give you. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Like they give you. I think Horizon like, has that too, right? I think it. Um, I think yeah, Horizon par- has like an explorer's mode, maybe. Yeah, partially. It still gives you like waypoints and everything. Um, mm-hmm. Not not like a direct path to follow, but it tells you like here's where you need to go, and there's still like a marker there. Um, but like even like Assassin's Creed Valhalla or Odyssey 2 did it where there's no way like there's a mode where there's no waypoints and they just give you like it's located around this and near this and you have to go find it mm-hmm. um, and that was a yeah, good I would that's never a, find it that way yeah yeah well that's and that's the thing like that's what that's why like from software is so good at that because they no matter even if you can't find these things like their map tells you where it is if you study it and there's paths Mm -hmm. there's kind of like obvious paths to get to those things even though they are well hidden sometimes whereas like valhalla is just an open world with no like really good level design in it and that's where from software just beats everybody it's just on their level design i think that's what makes the game found any of the spots that those paintings um Mm -hmm. direct you to yet Mm mm-hmm 
I found. I, I, I only found. One. I, I only found one. Directions. Yeah, yeah. I, found one. <laughs> I, I only found one. It's also like those. You can't full screen those images. Yeah, that's, so I'm that's like annoying. squinting up at my TV, and I'm like, "What's this?" He's <laughs> holding the screen in your face, like, "Where?" Yeah, yeah there's also like, there's like small dumb things like that, and like I also wish maybe this is on me because I didn't use like you can lay down like a million map markers, and they have the different you know different icons and things. I wish it would tell me if I had cleared a dungeon or not. Like Breath of the Wild does that, where it'll, uh, the shrines on your map yeah. will yeah. look different. I, I don't know what the exact thing is, but they'll look different or have different punctuation or font or something if you've cleared it and if you found everything in it. Mm-hmm. Whereas I know there's like a bunch of bosses where I was like, well, I'm under level for this, so I'm just going to leave. But I'm like, well, I don't remember any of those dungeons. Like, this is all I'm in this like weird fugue in the past couple of days of like playing this game for so long that that's I can't remember shit. Yeah, that, well, that's been that, a fun. It that, could have been easy to do by just putting a side of grace in that boss room after you killed it instead they do the thing where it says oh exit it warps you back to, to the yeah yeah so like you you don't know now like you yeah, can go where's the major boss same dungeon and then yeah the major bosses always have like sites of grace you know like right. if you you know when you beat margit or when you beat uh, uh godric you get a site of grace right there so um yeah and it almost feels weird for me to like i don't know, want to call it nitpicking because again no game is perfect but like i think this game like I said, is incredible. I I don't want to say it's gonna be my game of the year two months in, but like this is gonna be on my short list, absolutely. Um uh yeah, I don't I don't know where I was going with that. I like the game. Good game. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I, well done from soft. I do I do like the map system. Like it's the first time even even that's the first time for me where I've really like used a map and like I've placed a different marker so I can remember where things are if I need to go back there or for another you know playthrough. That Breath of the Wild? Nah. Dog. I really like that game, but I I like really mainlined you mainlined the 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 big key dungeons, and I did some exploring, but I got really sick of like the the puzzle dungeons and stuff like that. I just some people like I, I some people love puzzles. I'm sometimes I like puzzles, sometimes I don't. I'd rather go find no, a boss. A, yeah, <laughs> that's like yeah, that's fair. totally like, fair. There aren't, yeah. And I do I don't like there I aren't really, too many puzzles that I found in Elden Ring so far. Like, does that change? Like, do they start like throwing like brain teasers at you? <laughs> riddles <laughs> but i do uh, yeah i think like elden Ring is just more more my style but like I, nothing to take away from breath of the wild i still oh no yeah less, yeah less anime and, yeah, yeah. yeah got it no well <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's there's plenty of, oh there's plenty of some anime bullshit in this game yeah yeah um, and, and, and no, it, like if elden if elden ring's level design wasn't so good maybe i would get annoyed with that stuff because there is so much stuff to find but uh because like breath of the wild i totally get where you know, you run through a field for a long time and then suddenly you stumble upon a dragon. It's like, whoa, you know, but Elden Ring gives me that moment like every 10 minutes. <laughs> so, Yeah, I th- uh, to your question, Casey, there are I found a few dungeons with really interesting puzzles and I wish more of them were like that. It was a few dungeons with puzzles where I was like, oh, this reminds me of like a really good shrine in Breath of the Wild. Hmm. Um, hmm. And I wish there were more of those because i'm the opposite of nick like i like little brain teasers and i don't like having like a fucking crystal orc smash my brains in. <laughs> well it's not that i don't like it because i clearly like it because i've been playing this game for fucking 40 hours so um yeah a nice mix yeah. i'd be okay with yeah so yeah. if if this if this game defines anything i just hope it's that like use the space that you're putting in an open world like it doesn't need to it doesn't need to be massive with these beautiful environments that have nothing to them. 
Because that, that's my most annoying thing is like I'm playing Forbidden West and it's like, I wish there was a cave I could go find. I wish like I wish there was something I could go find. But it's just like there's empty areas, you fight a boss, and then there's not like a ton of secret stuff. Uh, and like that's, I think that's where I've like really come to love FromSoft's games. It's just all that secret stuff. It really is old school design where you hit a random brick in Zelda and you go through a new area. Mm-hmm. I think like, yeah, once... I, 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 like hopefully hopefully the sales and like just the i i would be deadly curious to wonder, wonder about like the player engagement like how many people finish this game or how much time they spend in it even if they don't finish i mean every it. time i beat a new boss the percent is lower granted i've been playing like a like a sicko like a gross yeah. dude so but like every time i beat a boss it's like two percent uh, trophy percent <laughs> yeah uh, yeah yeah uh, but i don't like i don't know i'm, I'm curious what like the godric trophy is now like what percent that is uh, that's going to be at a week after release or a month after release. Yeah. Wait, um, I thought you said you were playing on. I, I used trophy. I meant achievement. I just used it. I think Nick said trophy. Oh, okay. I got the, oh. the word of trophy in my mind. Oh, yeah. yeah. I forgot Xbox shows you the percentages now, too. Oh, yeah. That, always? Yeah, that used to be a PlayStation thing. Yeah. But yeah, I think it does oh. that now. Oh, yeah. yeah, it definitely does that now on Xbox. Um, yeah, I don't know. They can also you can also like check your play hours on games on Xbox and see how much time I put in the siege and feel really bad about myself. <laughs> you feel bad on about Xbox though, so that's not even the time you put on PC. Uh, well, Steam tracks that too. So if I combine them, then I feel oh, well, extra bad about myself. <laughs> there you go. If you ever need to humble yourself and take yourself down a peg, just <laughs> just look at that. um yeah i'm sure we'll 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 have more elden ring discussions as we move on like i also want once a lot of times passed and we've beaten it and stuff like i would love like a gloves off like completely spoiler zone of like what was our favorite moments or our favorite bosses what you know Mm. yeah like stuff that really best secrets to find yeah yeah i think that'll be a little bit down the road though because um i mean we have to beat it and people um i don't know a lot of people have jobs that aren't (laughs) <laughs> revolving around video games yeah. so playing the game at their own pace so i understand that mm-hmm. um yeah before before we move on do you want to just move on to super chats or do you do, do does anyone have anything like if have, have we been playing anything else that we really want to talk about or i have like uh, one or two one or two things i can mention really quick but casey do you have oh, you know what sure yeah, yeah yeah um i i just recently reviewed uh shadow warrior three mm. um and uh, I got some pushback from that review because I mentioned how the 1997 game was kind of uh, blatantly racist and how uh, the new reboot tried to address that in some ways, but tried to retain, uh, I guess, what was popular about the original game in that it seemed like kind of a, a satire on like old kung fu movies and like Hong Kong tropes and whatnot. <clears throat> But um, the thing is, like people who I guess found that stuff very funny back then sort of took offense to me saying that it was racist back then. Um, I'm not going to apologize for that. But essentially. It was racist, like just because (laughs) just because um, you found it funny doesn't mean it wasn't racist. It can be both. It can be racist and funny. Yeah. Uh, The problem with the new version with Shadow Warrior 3 is that it uses um, and this is completely divorced from the actual game, like the gameplay, like this is like story elements and theming that I'm talking about here. Uh, this it uses a bunch of different kind of buzzwords and, and like uh, iconography that's associated with popular cultural like Asians, like stuff from Japanese cultures, probably Taiwanese, uh, Chinese, especially 
and just mashes it together without any real reasons. And that just feels inauthentic, especially when it comes from a studio that's all white people. Like, and this is fundamentally different than the thing with Sifu because that got brought up, up specifically yeah. um, because that's an all white studio, but they had people who cared about the culture. Like they went and got an expert who studied in China, who learned the martial arts that they use at the basis of that game. And they put a lot of care and attention into one specific culture and tried to, even if they failed on one aspect or two, they tried to represent it as it was in their game because they felt that it was important. You mm -hmm. don't get that sense from Shadow Warrior 3. Shadow Warrior 3 feels like they thought this looked cool and they took it and put it in their game. And that's kind of the crux of the whole appropriation thing that oh. I feel like a lot of folks don't get. Like, it's it's not like a hard and fast line. Like, yeah. you can have some appreciation mixed in with your appropriation and vice versa. But, like, at some point, you do have to call it out when you see it. Because otherwise, how, we, how will they know that they did it? Like, it's probably not intentional. They don't mean to offend. But you got to let folks know when they do that sort of thing. Otherwise, they just won't know. So that's why I thought it was important to put that in that review. But like outside of that, the game is fine. Like is it's I would have given it like about a seven because it plays like uh, how Doom does, like the new Doom does now. Like it's just really fast paced. It's got fun platform mechanics and whatnot. It's just pretty short. Like it's a very linear campaign, which is a change from the last game. Shadow Warrior 2 was a uh, kind of open world and had co-op and stuff in it. Like they, they went bigger from their first reboot and then shrunk it back down because I guess some folks weren't happy with uh, all the side questing and stuff. So right now it's very short, very linear campaign, which is fun. It is fast and frenetic and stuff, but those other aspects just stick in my mind and I, I had to call attention to them. You know, yeah, what, you know it's, what's funny about the comments on that review too is like they were all, like I had to ban a bunch of people because like the, there were literally people in the comments saying, you don't know what racism is. Like, are you really going to tell a black man he doesn't know what racism is? Like, Jesus, hello. Uh, you know, maybe they, can't tell, maybe they can't tell, you know, just your voice because I know a lot of people are just coming in from search traffic and they like literally, though, it's like the this guy, they hear the words problematic or racist and they get really mad. And it's like, oh, my God, like, you know, those are I, it's whatever. Um, but as far as like their criticisms of your review is like they hadn't even played the game yet. And like you said, sometimes like racism can be funny. And it's somebody's gonna take that out of context. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna clip that. I'm gonna clip that out. <laughs> but it, they, sometimes, sometimes it can be funny. But they didn't even play the game to see if it actually lands in a funny way, where it's like satirical and not, you know, just ignorant. Yeah, and and the, and the thing with that particular comment is like it can be funny to different people. Yeah, and sometimes that in and of itself is problematic, right? right. Like, because yep. what are you actually laughing at at that point? And that's like, what Canadians like, are it's, all. It's a sliding scale. I mean, there's yeah. the famous the, the famous story of why uh, Dave Chappelle stopped doing the Chappelle Show was because right. uh, uh, this uh, what, like one white producer or something was laughing. He was like the only one laughing like, hard at the jokes. He was laughing like a little too yeah. hard at yeah. one of the yeah. things they were doing. And he just got like this really uncomfortable feeling. Yeah. yeah. It is interesting how, um, I mean, I get Shadow Warrior isn't a high profile game, really. Um, mm -hmm. But it, it was interesting that there was so much conversation around Sifu. Yeah. yeah I know. Whereas it doesn't seem like there's any conversation around this. And maybe it's because Sifu was higher profile and, and was really well received. Uh, or maybe it's because Elden Ring came out and no one gives a shit about any video game that isn't Elden Ring right now. <laughs> um, but it's but it's interesting. It's like yeah, yeah Sifu and, and 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 Shadow Warrior have similar problems in terms of uh, uh, 
uh, appropriation. Like, and I loved, I think Sifu's excellent. Like I, I loved Sifu, but I understand. Whereas like you mentioned, Sifu is sort of doing it um, out of like a love and reverence for these things. Whereas mm-hmm. Shadow Warrior is almost doing it in, like a kitschy way. And like you said, like a kitchen sink approach to like, well, it's Asian. So throw it in here. Um, yeah. And, and I think that's kind of where the difference between the two comes out. Yeah, haven't haven't played. I don't know. I'm also I don't I wouldn't know if if it was being appropriated or not. Aside from the obvious, you know, cringy jokes that you might have you might have talked about in your review a little bit, but yeah, you know, it's I think I think I think it's good for people to be aware of that stuff. And it's unfortunate that like as soon as you point it out, like hey, maybe there's some things that could be done better. Like people get really up in arms about it. Well, that's uh, sort of the like people people equate if you say something has some problems with it, they think you're saying that they have a problem. Yeah. For yeah. maybe liking that thing, or in this case, yeah, it's like, just people like, who have a fan of the thing. Yeah, yeah. they no. they take personal offense because it seems like I'm talking to them specifically. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I mean, if that's how you feel, like I I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings. I just no, want, of course. yeah, I just want people to know that this is a thing. Like, just be aware of it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, don't pretend it's not a thing. Like, <laughs> like, don't just ignore it for your own, you know, comfort. Like, yeah. look it and, in the face, deal with it. And and learning and broadening your horizons is only a good thing. Like, that there's yeah. no downside you, to you learning more as a, yeah. as a well, person. That yeah, and, it, and it's one of those things where, like, anybody that knows the escapist and knows you, Casey, like, wouldn't have had a problem with your criticisms. And they didn't. Like, you can see the member comments on it that are, you know, completely understanding of it and everything. It's just the people that are searching out reviews on YouTube. I'm sure it got shared somewhere where you said the word problematic and people came in like, oh, this stupid, you know, SJW reviewer said problematic. I got to go and put my my comment on there to piss them off. It's like, okay. Like, you know, I, at this point, like those people just, it's, I mean, if that's how they spend their, yeah, that's, that's how, that's, planet, that's, I feel that's, bad. That's how they spend their time. Yeah, every, like every time their it's a finite like, amount of time as a living yep. and whether, a sentient being, whether yeah. it was, where there was Darren's reviews on the matrix or any other movie that has, you know, these kind of things in it. Like, it's just, they, they come out of the woodwork and that's, that's what they do on the internet. That's. Hopefully they don't have kids, because if I found out my dad was on the internet yelling about that shit, boy, would I have a different view of him. My God, I was thinking the opposite. Oh, I was. Wow, these are dads. <laughs> I, I was hoping I, these were kids. I didn't realize these were dads. <laughs> uh, well, if somebody's that mad about the Matrix, a movie from the nineties, yeah, they're probably pretty dad. old. Yeah. <laughs> Is the Matrix a dad movie? <laughs> Dad's love Ford Term, versus Ferrari. Terminator is a dad Matrix. movie. <laughs> Ford versus Ferrari was a great movie. Yeah. yeah, and you know what you are, Casey? <laughs> Fucking dad. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't know why, I don't know why I said the dad movie was like a hard D, like it's just like a slur to call something a dad movie. <laughs> the only the only real dad movie I can think of because my dad is Terminator. That Terminator two and three are straight. Terminator's dad mom movies. movie. Terminator's about a mom. It's a mom movie. Terminator it's a mom movie. A mom. Yeah. But I don't yeah. know, my dad was obsessed with Terminator. Every time it was on mom's TV, love, Terminator. Uh, Mama Mia. Mom's love. A river runs through it. And mom's love. T two Judgment Day. That's what. Mom's oh, they also love uh, riding in cars with boys. Oh my God, they adore <laughs> riding with cars and boys. Are you kidding me? They'd like that one movie where Natalie Portman worked at Walmart and got pregnant. Remember that movie? <laughs> no. Attack of the Clones. What was that movie called? Natalie Portman, Walmart Pregnant. <laughs> Natalie Portman. Well, you're gonna get Walmart some very strange results. Pregnant. Right now, yeah. Where the heart is. 
2000. Wow, she fit this in between Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones. What a time to be alive. <laughs> you, know, uh, you know what movie I was just watching that has not aged very well? What's that? <laughs> Super bad. Oh, no. <laughs> and that's the thing. Is it's I not... still love that movie. It's just like, yeah, that. it's fun. That's, that's what I was talking with my girlfriend about. It's funny how has culture has changed. I notice those things more. And then I'm like, man, like, and I was like, oh, I still enjoy this movie, though. But oh, boy, <laughs> when those no. things wouldn't fly today. No, not at all. It good is, soundtrack, though. Yes, very good soundtrack. Great soundtrack. All right. Well, we got to get through Super Chats because ZP comes up in 42 yep, minutes. So we're going to start there. Uh, Zikarol with $10 donation says Elden Ring is currently downloading. I've only played Dark Souls up to Quilag, Boss Fight, and no other game. And I am ready to be put in my place. Let's stay a while and listen before I go play. Stay a while and listen. Uh, Quilag is a pain in the ass. She's that giant spider, fire, fire spider. Lady. Oh, yeah. Dark Souls 1. Yeah. He's one of those in Demon Souls too. Yeah. There's, that, one's really, that one's really tough. I'm assuming I've, there's going to be a fire spider at some point in this because this is what FromSoft yeah. does. Yes. Uh, right click, copy, paste, fire spider. Demon Souls' hardest thing isn't the bosses, it's the level design. <laughs> so yeah. If you want a game that's really going to piss you off with bad level design, go to Demon Souls. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're, they're still finding their footing. Yeah, uh, yeah, Zikaro, I'm I'm uh, really curious to hear what you think of the game once you once you get the time in it. So let us know in, in Discord. Uh, Beastmars don't donate five dollars. Says mad love to the site and don't forget the Elden Ring password escapist. Yes, we have a group password on Elden Ring escapist, all caps. Yeah, oh, I've not seen any all... messages from the groups though. So start start writing messages, guys. <laughs> I haven't yeah, joined yeah, yet I because I'm I afraid to, of being trolled by everybody. I know I gotta. I keep collecting all these like fingers and shit, and I think I gotta use these fingers. But yeah, I don't want to. I have. Yeah, I have a whole host of fingers. <laughs> yeah, I do. I still think finger butthole is well perfect. Got, Every time I see it, I'm like a plus upvote. You got. You got. I hope you get some health. Did, oh yeah. You know I if someone el- upvotes, every, yeah, if comment, statue, you get help. every animal. Yeah. Just there's a sign behind it that says yeah. finger butthole. butthole. Yeah, and I'm great. sick of it. Grow up, everybody. <laughs> Counterpoint. Keep them coming. This is like the Borat, the Borat, my wife thing. That joke, it got played out, but then it circled right back around, and I think my wife is the funniest thing ever. <laughs> nice. Uh, Wumbly, member for 23 months. You were one month away. April will be two years of membership on the site, so if you've been a member oh, since nice. April 2020, you will have the uh, the final badge which is the Yahtzee emote with the, mean? it's the, the, the final emote uh, that you get on your badge for being a member of 24 we, months. We should, we should make more emotes then. Uh, you can't, can't, YouTube doesn't let you do it past 24 months. What? Not hey, emotes, bad, just a badge. You can make more emotes anytime you want, but a badge, they only go up to 24 months for some reason. Probably because they thought nobody would, this system wouldn't last for more than two years. I mean, knowing Google, Stadia didn't last more than two years. John Way Wombly donates 5,000 CRC, says, To sour the conversation, in my opinion, FromSoft fails on accessibility yet again. Adding difficulty options, etc. doesn't detract from the experiences it was meant to be. Come on, it's 2022. Yeah, I think, I, I think this game <laughs> is more... Uh, some, I saw someone use the term approachable. And I think this game really excels in approachability, which is a lot of the things we're talking about in terms of making online uh, simpler or spirit ashes and everything. Um, but I do agree. Outside of even just difficulty, there's like a lot. There's not a lot of options for for people who might be you know deaf or hard of hearing or colorblind or or have vision problems. So um, yeah, like I think there's things at, like that. When you look at Horizon Forbidden West and all the accessibility options there, like they're setting the standard. 
dude sony sony is knocking out of the park like yep. with the last of us 2 and then with horizon now yeah absolutely mm-hmm. yeah i wonder oh, that's true yeah yeah i mean i'm sure that stuff's coming but i mean from software like nobody are you not, not, to, not no, 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 not to Elden Ring. I was going to say oh. that I don't think From Software is ever going to really do that stuff because mm-hmm. it's From Software. Like, I don't think they want to. Um, also, I'm curious, is that a Western? Like, I'd be curious. Is there a Japanese game that's like knocked it out of the park with accessibility options? That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't yeah, play like, a ton. Forza, but... uh, Horizon had like a bunch of accessibility stuff in it. Yeah. Sony first party <laughs> games, Ubisoft first party games. Um yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Nintendo, Nintendo West is leading that. Nintendo's Joy Cons don't even work, so I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> I'm excited for Kirby. I'm excited that we're like three weeks away from Kirby being able to eat a car and become a car, though. That's gonna be nice. Yeah, I was just thinking like like one of the most mainstream games they have is Pokemon Legends Arceus, and there's hardly anything in that. Holy shit! When that Pokemon trailer came out a few days ago uh, for for Scarlet and Violet, and okay, the game looks nice. Talk about I'm, Pokemon at all? I'm gonna play it because I'm an idiot. Uh, but then they showed some Legends Arceus footage, and seeing that now, having put so much time in Elden Ring and a little time in Horizon, I'm like, they are really lucky they released this game a few weeks ago. Because <laughs> yep. could you imagine if Pokemon Legends oh came God. out next week? No, and like they would, that would be it. There's no more Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, people still geez. buy it. You still buy every Nintendo product. So. Yeah, it's because I'm a dumb fuck, Nick. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Cutback thirteen donates two dollars. Says, "Where is said staff?" Uh, uh, yeah, I threw it in the I threw it in the chat. It's called the yeah, meteorite staff. Uh, I I put the link again in the chat. It's called the meteorite staff. Um, I recommend everyone uh, who is playing a sorcerer get on their little horse goat and go grab the staff. Makes your life easier. Cool. Uh, Obi Wan Dahomey. I love that name. <laughs> so donates two dollars says george rr R. martin wrote the story game of thrones times dark souls kind of yeah there's some he wrote uh, the lore she wrote the lore i think yeah, uh, i don't want to yeah i don't want to over 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 emphasize i would be curious if they would just come out and say like oh i did this this and this but i don't think they're going to i think his involvement in the game was brief and at the beginning uh but there are certain things like the the uh Opening cinematic talks about the night of black knives where uh, a bunch of uh, soldiers uh, usurped their commander and stabbed him with a knife. And I'm like, and then like all stabbed him with knives. I was like, oh, I have to just Yeah. Also, this game's got fucking wolves everywhere, which that's some George R. R. Martin. He was probably like, oh, what if, what if we put more wolves? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are dire wolves all over that world. <laughs> There's a lot of wolves. Yeah. Uh, I, I he did actually have some uh, comments about like his involvement with it. Um, recently where he was given credit to Miyazaki because he said like, you know, he really just kind of gave this framework and Miyazaki uh, restricted him from actually putting in a lot more detail so that Mm -hmm. it'd be easier for them to just adapt whatever he came up with to the story that they were going to tell and to match their gameplay stuff or whatever. (laughs) So like, yeah, he really kind of just gave him, I think, a framework and maybe some like settings and some history to build off of. And then like they just took it from there because it really does feel like a, a standard FromSoft story. Yeah, because uh, originally that. Miyazaki wanted to call the characters silly shit boy. And then George R. R. Martin was like, well, what about the loathsome dung eater? And they're like, OK, <laughs> so I still call him silly shit boy because I'm OG. Uh, food donates $10 says, love this chat. I think Elden Ring gives a better introduction to the much longer attack animations and now makes me want to retry the Souls games. I really didn't have the patience before this game. I'd agree with that. 
uh, yeah, I'm curious what what you mean by longer attack animation. I mean, I know what a longer attack animation means, but I, I I'm wondering if you mean yours or enemies or bosses. I think um, I think the enemies have a lot longer attack. Like it's definitely not on this game is not on the pace of like Sekiro for sure. Oh no, no. Uh, there are bosses that are very quick. Like I did fight last night. I found a boss that almost was a Sekiro boss. Like yeah. and everything but having the the uh, the deflections because <laughs> that thing was tough. Yeah, uh, there's definitely yeah, there's a range of but like I haven't I don't even know because I haven't seen I I feel like I've I've put 50 hours in this game I feel like I've seen maybe 35 percent of it. It's insane. Yeah, and that's the thing is like I, I think we all feel differently than we did last week. Um, I definitely feel a lot differently about the game than I did last week, like in a more positive way. Um, and so I'll be curious how I feel a week from now after mm-hmm. seeing things I see <laughs> after me and the loathsome dung eater finally uh, elope. <laughs> well. For your loathsome dung eater, you got Paul Sayers with a two dollar donation. Says finger but hole. Oh yeah, Paul. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you for so that. Good. So Jumbly good. Jumbly Wombly, the CRC two twenty five hundred donation says, guys, guys, Elden Ring has a jump button. Mic drop. This is very good. I, I am a big fan of the jump button. I like how jumping isn't just like doing like bullshit rolls like Dark Souls. Any like Elden yeah, yeah. I, don't the, know. I feel confident so in my platforming. Jump off. Yeah. Okay. That my biggest complaint also, with this game. On it. My biggest yeah. complaint with this game is Elden Ring's jump button because when I jump down a mountain and if I even land somewhere safe, when I touch the ground, I still die. Even if it's like a two foot drop. I hate that. Yeah. It drives me insane. You know, if you craft um, whatever this game's version of like prism crystals, prism stones are, which are just the stones that you drop, the colorful stones that you drop. Yeah. If you drop uh, them from a ledge and they land normally, uh, you can jump and you won't die but if you drop them and they shatter and you hear the shattering noise it means you'll die that's jump. fucking so stupid that's, i'm not doing that i'll just die that's what those are for <laughs> mm-hmm. also they do such a good goof with them later on in the game i won't spoil it but there's a oh i know it sounds weird but there's a very good prism crystal goof <laughs> later on in the game um rainbow stones yeah. is math rock that's what they're called here right rainbow stones that's it yeah yeah I'm still gonna call them prism stones probably uh nick I mean, that's G- what they are Donates five dollars. Says, "Hey guys, at work like always at this time, so I can't stay. Go hang out with you. But here's my usual for you. Looking forward to watching tonight. Much love. Hell yeah, thanks, pal. Thank you." Uh, Zikroll back with a five dollar donation. Says, "Dark Souls is a metaphor for college." Says, "Print that on a shirt. I don't think you could say anything that would drive me away from Dark Souls faster." <laughs> hey, well, it'll, you know, it'll leave you, you with crippling debt afterwards. Yeah, I was gonna say if you fail at a boss and you carry around fifty five thousand runes, guess what's gone? Your money. <laughs> yeah. That test screwed the shit out of you. <laughs> and also after you finish Dark Souls or after you finish Elden Ring, it's still not gonna help your job prospects. <laughs> <laughs> Unless like you, get you really understand the lower MIG videos about it. Your it. job prospects go yeah. way up. If yeah, you, just if, print if, it off and put it on your wall. There if you, you can uh, if you can accurately describe and explain from software lore, you could definitely get a job covering that for somebody. <laughs> yeah. Because everybody, everybody knows someone who went to college and got their dream job and is just doing perfectly fine. But that's like just not you or any of your other <laughs> <laughs> That's the exception to the rule. Yeah. Right. Uh, Timmy Kelly, uh, welcome back to bonus content. Thanks for your support. Which, by the way, if you're on bonus content and you haven't watched New Escapist highlights, you need to go do that. Because I have watched it five times and I still come away from it crying, laughing every single time. I think it's... A f- it's I think the opening... It's Marty, funny. Marty doesn't like it because Marty gets killed multiple times i get killed several times 
Yeah. Yamardi also drowns me in a small pool while claiming that he was baptizing me. So I wasn't claiming. You're now in the good graces of the Lord. <laughs> so, congrats. Free uh, uh, two more donations. Alex Ricks donates $10. Says, compare and contrast the world design of Elden Ring and The Witcher 3. What are some memorable moments? Why are both worlds realized in the same way? What makes an open world meaningful? I, I have not played The Witcher 3. I, Neither have I. I played like two okay. hours of The Witcher 3. I, I've put a bunch of hours <laughs> on The Witcher 3. The Witcher 3 is much more traditional in the like Western style of open world where there's not, it's, it's, it's exploring, but it's not like level design focused, I guess. Like there's, it's really beautiful. There's lots of secrets to find. There's lots of hidden bosses to find, uh, but it's more of like a traditional story based open world RPG where there is a really critical path to follow to get through it. Elden ring is, a lot more like Breath of the Wild in that you can go in any direction, 360, and it's constant discovering. There is no, like, there really is no, like, real critical path to follow. Like, there, there is, but you don't have to at all. And, like, you will still progress through the game no matter what. Like, you can't really get to... I don't even remember if you can. Chat, you can correct me on it. I might be wrong, but I don't know if you can get to, like, the second island, like, Skellig on The Witcher 3 without going through the main story kind of thing, where... In Elden Ring, if you see an island off in the distance and you find some teleporter to take you there or some dungeon that just happens to go underneath it and bring you up to it, like you can go there from the beginning. Uh, so I don't, I really don't, they're like just fundamentally and structurally completely different. Uh, and I also, I also think Elden Ring's world is just far more interesting, but that's just me. Yeah. But it's also like if you're into like a traditional story, story, you're not going to find that in Elden Ring. Same thing, you're not going to find a traditional story story in Breath of the Wild. Like, you know, if you want a capital S story with characters talking to each other, like, that's what Red Dead 2 is for. That's what The Witcher is for. Mm -hmm. That's what Horizon's for. Like, Mm -hmm. Horizon's got a shit ton of characters talking to each other, and they all look good, and they all sound good, and the camera's better this time around. But, like, I just don't know if that's right now what I want. Like, I have enough movies and TV shows and anime and shit to watch that (laughs) if I want, like, a capital S story, I'll go to those. I do, like... I think, and then I think that's where like I'm starting to discover in my taste in games is like a lot of times when I do play open world games, I'm like, did this need to be open world? And Elden Ring, I don't ask that ever. Like I'm like, this mm-hmm. this feels like it should be open world, and it and it works. Yeah. Whereas like I play like you know Bethesda games are are definitely designed around their open worlds, but so many so many like the open world games are really linear stories in these big massive open worlds that just give you extra content to do. And from mm-hmm. software's games, like mm-hmm. and especially Elden Ring, none of it feels extra. I mean, it all feels essential to the experience that I'm in. Whereas, like even Horizon, I'm like, this could have been, you know, a linear story almost all the way through with different areas to go through. Uh, maybe Forbidden West, Forbidden West is better about it than Zero Dawn was, I think. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to like days. You guys remember uh, Dying Light Two? yes that one that should have been like i love that i i love the traversal through that world but i I don't know if it needed to be open like it just didn't feel necessary i skipped i didn't want to it didn't drive me to explore anything because everything was kind of copy paste around it i put like 35 hours into that game and no i don't right i know i don't remember the entirety of this 
this podcast. I feel like the collect, like you guys think Horizon Forbidden West got a bad deal? Yeah, this, this, like Horizon will still no, sell like I, twenty million copies, yeah, 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 so that's no, fine. No, 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 no. I like I love Horizon Forbidden West. Like, don't get me wrong, I really, really enjoy that game. But as far as this world goes, like I'm far more invested in exploring Elden Rings over Horizons, even though like Horizon, I'm. I'm a, I'm a, I'm wowed by the amount of detail in that world, and I, I think it's a really fun game. I really like the story. I just haven't had a desire to go finish it like I have Elden Ring. But you know, that's just that's just my my taste right now, I guess. Yeah. But I don't oh, know I was going to mention this earlier. I'm not sh- when you said like you you've gone through the opening three times and you still love it. Like I can't. I'm loving this playthrough. I don't know when I'm ever going to start this game over. Like. <laughs> This feels like one of those games I'm going to put so much time into this one playthrough and like I I don't know like I'm I think it's going to be years for me to to restart this game which is not a complaint and that's like weird I don't know maybe three months from now I'm going to get the itch and, and go back to it but like it feels well, very you really like, need to yeah you you really don't need but to unless like, you want to start a new character yeah, I don't know what the new game plus thing is going to be for this like my yeah. my hope is that it's more of a just spit you back out into the world so you can keep looking for the stuff that you haven't done rather than you know bring all the bosses back and bring all the scenarios reset to one or whatever because mm-hmm. I, I prefer to just keep exploring like i don't want everything to reset honestly because yeah. I, I know i'm not going to see everything in that world the first time through yeah i think maybe that's one of the things about when i was playing through the review build on pc i had this like feeling in my stomach where i'm like none of this matters because i'm going to restart the game yeah. whereas now everything i do matters and it's like oh i beat this boss this is my accomplishment and no one can take this away from me yeah i mean partially i i had a secondary reason for starting up another playthrough was because i wanted to play it on my own time throw my own oh sure yeah, yeah and then at least for like the editor's hour i'll know where things are so i can get there quicker and i'm not spending 10 hours just running in a circle uh-huh. uh, so that it's going to just speed up the editor's hour streams on that because as much as I would like to stream Elden Ring for as long as I can eventually it's going to get boring for people so I need to kind of well and Kirby's going to eat a car in like three weeks and that's what <laughs> that's, we're all going to be talking about everyone's going to be like you remember Elden Ring and I'm like no dog Kirby just ate that car <laughs> yeah. and became that car Kirby ate it ate Elden <laughs> yeah. Ring uh, I mean that being said like I got to preview uh, Wonderlands that new Borderlands game that's coming out with Tiny Tina uh, mm-hmm and I quite like that. Like the world was immediately more interesting than anything I'd explored in Borderlands three or whatever. It's like a really neat looking fantasy world. I was kind of shocked by how nice, much I had fun hear. with that. So, uh, I won't like have a formal preview up on that, but I'm definitely looking forward to checking that out and we will have two sponsored streams on it. So you get to see friendship with Elden Ring over Wonderlands is Nick's best <laughs> new best friend. We'll see. Uh, Donald Nabity, we have two more donations and then we got to get going here. Donald Nabity donates $10 says rip the screaming prism stones. Love those screaming stones. I like, man, so much weird shit in these games. I love it. Love finding weird little critters. And I'm like, oh, look at this dog dinosaur. This is a weird thing. <laughs> Hold on. Why do the goats roll into balls in this game? Have you seen them do this? Yeah. Like they, they, they do can. the sonic spin dash. Yeah. Goats gotta go fast. <laughs> what what would goats do that? How would, how would you try to run away if you had a guy with a giant katana coming after you? Not in a ball, Nick. It has four legs. Rolling is like the essence of the Souls series. What? What's your problem here? Like you're right. You know what? That actually makes sense. <laughs> I like the idea that like secrets to the goats, and the goat is trying to roll away from me. I like the idea that no one realized that Yuji Naka, the the creator of Sonic, 
has been working at FromSoft and is like, oh yeah, this is my contribute. Uh, George R. R. Martin put wolves in the game and named the dung eater. And uh, Yuji Naka was like, what if what if these animals rolled? And they're like, brilliant, incredible. Put it in the board. All right, and the last super chat, Zikrol, back with ten dollars. Says Breath of the Wild had a good story, mainly because of the characters that added to the narrative and not the narrative itself. The Divine Beast Guardians and Zelda all added greatly to making it memorable. I think Breath of the Wild works so well because it was. It's a lot like Elden Ring in that it's a mystery. The entire thing is a mystery. It's not directing you anywhere. It's really just telling you, go figure it out. Yeah, and I think the stories are your personal discoveries and the stories are coming upon something and being like, ooh, what happened here? And realizing, like, oh my god, this was like the ruins of Lon Lon Ranch from Ocarina of Time. Like, holy shit. Like, this is what this world has done to this place. And uh you get some really similar things in Elden Ring. And I have a piece um, I'm, I'm finishing up right now about uh, I found a village that instilled those Lon Lon Ranch feelings in me, um, which was which was very cool. You guys are actually blowing my mind right now because Breath of the Wild is literally the from software story trope of all this shit happened a long Hundreds time of ago. years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And you're in the world today. The game, the the game tells you that to start. If I knew how to edit videos, I would take the uh, 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 opening cinematic narrator who orgasms when he says, astonished, and put it to Link waking up in his little tube. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll get that in Breath of the Wild 2 whenever that game finally releases. Yeah, it's fucking if that, if World that, War 3 by then. <laughs> if that comes out this year, Nintendo has like a massive lineup of games. That and Bayonetta 3 are like the two that I'm waiting to see if they get dates for. Yeah, I don't know. I can't imagine they're going to put that in Pokemon out at the same time, but who knows? Who knows? Uh, and Gatekeeper684 had to come in with that last $2 donation says it wasn't actually the last Super Chat. We don't want we don't want your money. Yes, Gatekeeper, we do. Take it back. <laughs> no. We're, ga- we're gatekeeping our money. <laughs> go get go get stomped on an Elden Ring, Marty. <laughs> I am absolutely going to do that. It's going to feel great. I'm going to get mad and I'm going to yell and then I'm going to feel good. All right. Well, it's time to wrap it up. Hell yeah. Uh, thank you, everyone who tuned in. Thank you, everyone who who donated and who 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 chatted with us. This was a, a wonderful little episode. Uh, uh, KC, what do you what do you got going on aside from your Shadow Warrior review, which people could check out? Yeah, on Shadow Warrior just came out. Um, Marty and I will be continuing Dead Space 3 play tomorrow. Um, outside of that, uh, you know, check out uh, my Twitch, Sigma Gears 9, as well as my Twitter. Uh, I stream... Uh, mostly Smash, but I've been, I'm going to start trying to play some more Destiny 2, and maybe I'll, I'll throw in an Elden Ring stream here or there whenever I find some time. But um, yeah, I uh, should Souls have another champ. review dropping sometime in the near future, probably next week, maybe. Nice. Well, what'd you say, Nick? I said you got to keep your souls, champ. <laughs> yeah, you know. What's the people demand? Hey guys, I've beat three of the fucking bosses. Shut up. You haven't beat Sekiro yet. You're nothing. Because it's hard. It's too hard. You don't got to be nothing. It's because I can't can't throw magic pebbles at people. What do I want to play that game for? Uh, Nick, what do you got going on? Uh, I'll probably be doing post-ZP with Yahtzee today, so I'll be back at 3 p.m. Central for that. Uh, Oh, yeah. Yahtzee's uh, Elden Ring review is dropping in half an hour? Yep, on the website and youtube next week and this week on youtube it is not for broadcast and then uh i won't be personal streaming tonight because i streamed last night instead but i should be back tomorrow night most likely on my personal channel at twitch.tv slash nicolandra and then friday amy and i are continuing gears 3 or i think we're 
getting close to the halfway point, so we probably got about three streams left for that one. And then oh, yeah. I have no idea what we're doing for game night on Saturday yet. Well, you're not going to be here, right? Nope, I will be here this Saturday. It's next Friday. I'm, I'm going out of town. Well, Nick is just a, he sits on a throne of lies. So. I do. Um, and then also Friday, uh, the next episode of Design Delve is going to be at uh, 1 p.m. Central with Jim 8 and I talking to uh, one of the creators of uh, Before Your Eyes, which was an incredible indie game from last year that the main mechanic is you physically blinking into your webcam in order to progress a character's life. Um, so really cool stuff. Really excited for that, Chad. And then speaking of uh, Jim 8, you can check out his uh, Anatomy of Inscription which is on YouTube right now, um, which is great. Uh, the, the, which also features Daniel, Daniel Mullins. Mullins. Yep. Yeah, he was able to chat with Daniel Mullins, who we had on for Design Dev a few weeks ago. So uh, check that out. Check out Darren's review of The Batman. Uh, yeah. That's on YouTube. Uh, Darren liked it a lot. Uh, I'm really excited. I'm going to see it tonight. I'm, I'm very excited about that. Uh, yeah, other than that, I'm going to have some written pieces about some of my favorite moments, um, little moments that have been happening in... Uh, um elden ring so yeah keep keep an eye out for those and just be good to everybody yeah we did it so for (laughs) for nick and casey uh this is marty this was breakout episode 31 uh thank you all and we'll see you all next time oh yes before anybody gets mad at my email the credits are from last month still they'll be updated for the next podcast because i forgot everyone still get mad still get mad at nick it's fine you might not see your name in there if you're a credit user i'm sorry He'll be there next time. Go check out your bonus content. Bye.